Welcome to Brain Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com, where smart happens. Hi, I'm Marshall Brain with today's question. How do carbohydrates work and why do we hear about them all the time in the news? Carbohydrates are something we hear about constantly in American culture. There are simple carbohydrates and complex carbohydrates, where complex carbohydrates are supposed to be better for your health than the simple ones. There are low-carb diets like the Atkins diet or the Ducan diet, and they're supposed to help you lose lots of weight by somehow eliminating the bad effects of carbohydrates. Then there's the more esoteric things like the glycemic index of foods, and this has to do with carbohydrates as well. Let's take a look at how carbohydrates work and why you should care about them. You've probably heard of things like glucose and fructose. These are the simplest carbohydrates. They are molecules containing six carbon atoms, six oxygen atoms, and 12 hydrogen atoms. And this is where the name carbohydrate comes from. Carbo represents the carbon atoms, while the oxygen and hydrogen atoms represent water, or hydrates. Plants make carbohydrates from sunlight, and animals eat the plants. Pure glucose or pure fructose, being the simplest carbohydrates, can be immediately absorbed by the small intestine into the bloodstream. Table sugar or sucrose is a disaccharide. One glucose and one fructose molecule are bonded together to make a molecule of sucrose. An enzyme in your small intestine can break the pair apart and then they can be immediately absorbed in your small intestine and they enter the bloodstream. A starch, like the starch found in wheat or potatoes or rice, is a longer chain of glucose molecules connected together. Your body has enzymes that can break apart the chain into individual glucose molecules for absorption. Starch molecules are known as complex carbohydrates, and this is where the idea of the glycemic index comes from. In general, things like glucose and table sugar come into your body and enter the bloodstream very, very quickly. They have a high glycemic index and cause a spike in the amount of glucose in your bloodstream. White bread, because the wheat is so highly processed, also has a high glycemic index. Whole grains, beans, nuts, and vegetables do contain carbohydrates, but these carbohydrate chains take much longer to break down in the small intestine. So the glucose from these foods enters the bloodstream much more slowly and evenly. These foods have a low glycemic index and therefore are much healthier because they don't cause such intense spikes in blood sugar. Many diets are low-carb diets. They ask you to restrict the carbohydrates you eat. Why do they do that? Keep in mind that what a typical American diet looks like is things like a bowl of cereal or a slice of pizza or a can of ravioli or a bottle of soda, potato chips, packages of cookies, bowls of ice cream. These are common foods in the typical American diet. These foods typically contain something like 40 to 50 grams of carbohydrates per serving. Therefore, a typical American eating a typical American diet can easily consume 300 grams of carbs per day or more without even thinking about it. A lunch consisting of two slices of pizza, a chocolate chip cookie, and a big soda, that's 
200 grams of carbs right there and it all comes in in just a few minutes. The surge of glucose that a meal like this pumps into the bloodstream requires your body to use a lot of insulin to handle the spike. Over the years, the spikes can cause type 2 diabetes, where your body becomes resistant to the effects of the insulin that your pancreas is putting into the bloodstream. In addition, a meal like that contains a lot of calories, leading to obesity over time, and that causes its own set of health effects. A low-carb diet restricts your carbohydrate intake, say 50 grams of carbs per day rather than 300. This restriction can decrease the spikes in blood sugar, which tends to lower hunger pangs and reduce the calories you consume per day. Will a low-carb diet hurt you? For example, you may know that your brain and nervous system require glucose. If you take in no carbohydrates, will your brain die? No. Your body, when necessary, can manufacture its own carbohydrates in your liver through a process called gluconeogenesis. This process is important if, say, you're lost in a forest with no food for three days, or if you're fasting for some reason, or if you get so sick that you can't eat for a few days, or if you're living in an extremely cold climate and meat is your only source of food. In all those cases, there's no glucose coming in, so obviously your body has to have a way to deal with it. Glucose is essential, so your body is able to supply the glucose even if you have no carbohydrates coming in through your food. This whole thing is fascinating, really. Carbohydrates are one source of food energy, but there are all these different aspects to it, and carb consumption can have a huge impact on your overall health. The more you learn about carbohydrates, the more interesting it gets. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. And don't forget to check out the BrainStuff blog on the HowStuffWorks.com homepage. You can also follow BrainStuff on Facebook or Twitter at BrainStuffHSW. The HowStuffWorks iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes.